There aren't many faces people are excited to see first thing in the morning before they've even had their coffee. But the McDonald's drive through workers who take your order on the way to work have almost all of those faces. Because nothing brings more joy in the morning than a 99 cents any size iced coffee. Pair it with a glazed full apart donut for a truly great morning. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Only available until 11 a.m. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the WIM Podcast. Women in Influencer Marketing, or WIM for short, is a first-of-its-kind exclusive networking group made up of inspirational women. This podcast is where we explore influencer marketing, advertising trends, and get real about women in business. Our mission is to network, to foster leaders within this exciting industry, and to share information to make our work stronger. That's where this podcast comes in. We'll bring you fresh perspectives on timely topics facing the industry from expert voices in the space. Find us wherever you download podcasts. And of course, you can always find us at IamWim.com. That's IamWim.com. Hey, everyone. Sorry that this podcast episode is a day late. It's been a crazy week. But uh, a couple fun things for you. We launched a TikTok. Um, we have a couple videos up so far. It was our like modest attempt at a launch of a TikTok. But there's so much to say. So uh, we're going to say it. And some of it's going to be on TikTok. So definitely follow us there. It's new. We love the support. It's, of course, at I am whim, double I for whim. Um, also, we have a couple of new events coming soon. So we have a really cool event coming up on the Influencer Pay Gap, which is something I'm so passionate about. Um, that's on September 22nd, and it's just going to be an Instagram Live with Influencer Collective. Um, again, September 22nd. Um, make sure you're just following us on Instagram and you'll get that notification when we go live. And then we have another super, super cool event coming up really quickly about gaming influencers. This is such an underrepresented area of the influencer marketing space in our group, but there is so much interest in it and I wanted to do an event on it. So we got someone from one of the leading gaming companies, Three Black Dot, to host an event. Um, Arena Seamus and uh, she's incredible seriously so I'm so excited to have that event coming up that one again is on October 1st um, so you could check out our website of course I am whim double I dot com slash events and you could see everything that we've got coming up all right let's jump into this week's episode all right everyone so this week's episode is going to be a little bit different I saw a really impactful documentary this weekend on Netflix. It was discussed in our Facebook group and people had a lot of opinions about it. I get it. I have a lot of opinions as well. It makes you feel all kinds of things actually. The social dilemma is what I'm talking about. Um, if you log on to Netflix, it'll likely be on your homepage because it seems like they're promoting it a lot. The fact that everybody was talking about it this past weekend. So for those of you who haven't seen it, I'll give you a little bit of a summary. 
essentially the social dilemma. It's a documentary where there is high up people who had worked at all the different social platforms and tech companies. A lot of them worked for those companies very early on. Some of them invented things like the like button or infinite scroll. So infinite scroll, for those of you who don't necessarily know what that means, you know how you're on your phone on Instagram and you can just scroll and scroll and scroll and it never quite ends. You don't ever have to press a load more button. It That's what infinite scroll is. So the guy who invented that was in this... Uh, was in this documentary. There were a lot of hot button topics and um, a lot of things that we should all be aware of that were discussed in this documentary. And I wanted to discuss it on today's podcast episode. So the documentary essentially explores how addiction and privacy breaches are features and they're not bugs of social media. Um, It raises a lot of red flags and it's definitely an educational piece. A lot of us, I think, in the industry are probably somewhat familiar with these things. At least I hope that we are. But, you know, a documentary is meant to shed light on a lot of topics that people might not be aware of and a lot of the underbelly of what we do in social media was sort of exposed by very reputable people in this documentary. So the documentary claims that there's a manipulation of human behavior for profit. If I could sum up the documentary, I think I would summarize it like that. It talks a lot about how you know, constant notifications and how infinite scroll is a very intentional way of keeping users constantly engaged. Talks about really manipulation in it, and it's very intentional because these companies are the most profitable companies to ever exist in the history of the world. Um, and talking about, you know, if you really think about it, of course, what does Facebook sell? It's not selling products. What does Twitter sell? It's certainly not selling products. And if you really dig into, of course, what are they selling here? Advertisement is the first layer, but they're, the advertisements that they're selling are based on the data that they have captured on all of us. So essentially, they're selling all of us. Um, And the data and analytics that they've collected over so many years and from some of the top minds in the world, it's some really high level stuff. It's some really powerful stuff that's so good, in fact, that they can really predict what you're going to want to buy before you even know. (laughs) It's taking advantage of people Um, And in some cases, it's not doing it with full transparency because I don't even know that people in the industry know all of these things. And these are facts, people like these are are these are facts. And so if people in the industry don't even know, then, you know, you you let's be real. There are a lot of everyday people who are utilizing these social media platforms. They're not influencers and they're not necessarily aware of how they are a pawn in this game of trying to create a lot of profit for some huge companies. 
So there's that side of things, of course. And what I I am obsessed with documentaries. I was so excited to watch this one. I can watch a documentary, you know, once a day and I would be so happy. I love documentaries because it really does educate people. And at the very least, you're learning a different version of a story that you're familiar with. But some of us in the industry are not fully aware of what happens beyond closed doors of big tech companies. Keep in mind that these tech companies are making more money than any company in the history of the world. There are also a lot of everyday people who don't work in this industry who have no idea that any of this has gone on and that essentially we are all products that are being sold to advertisers by these social platforms. That is a very succinct way of summarizing one of the the largest points of the documentary. Um, But that concept alone is not fully understood by, I would say, a majority of people. And that's not an opinion. That's a fact. What else does Facebook sell? What else does Twitter sell? They don't sell products. They sell people. We are those people. Look, marketing and advertising is nothing new. They've been selling people's attention spans since the start of television. I mean, we're going back decades here. So that's nothing new. I don't really think that's so um, noteworthy. Personally, what really affected me were some of the really heartbreaking statistics of young kids being on social media and the dramatic rise of self-harm and suicide based on these young, incredibly impressionable young people and children who have grown up with this and who conflate a like or an amount of comments for love or for praise or for validation. And I think that that's horrific. So how does that affect our industry? So there are absolutely campaigns that market towards teens, towards kids, and there are certainly influencers who are, you know, 13 and up, sometimes even 13 and under, who are absolutely making giant careers and huge amounts of money based on the fundamentals of social media, which is all about praise and self-worth being dictated by artificially inflated things. We all know there is an algorithm that only a handful of people are aware of how exactly it works. And one thing that the documentary mentioned is that over time, those algorithms just get so much smarter. Why? Because the more data that you have collected about people, the smarter that you get, the more predictive you can be. So these algorithms are what's determining what information you're being sent and from whom and when and and where you're being sent it, whether it's when you're in the platform or a notification or an email and how that literally affects the chemistry of your brain because things like that get you excited and things like that give you a rush of endorphins similar to a ton of other attributes that addicts feel. Look, there are a lot of us who work 
in the industry that perhaps it's articulated as social media addiction or perhaps it's the complete opposite and articulated as burnout. But I have personally experienced it and I have heard dozens if not hundreds of you who have felt like you've experienced that. And so this part of the documentary, I would really love to dive into a little bit because it really affects most of us, and that is burnout. Having your phone constantly by you, the blue light of it, whether it's a visual thing or an audio thing where your notifications are going off, um, just having this device bring up your blood pressure if it's not around you or if it's lost for a few minutes or, oh my gosh, did I miss an email from work? Our generation is so much more anxious than any generation before. I don't know that anyone could really argue that because you just feel it. Like, sure, we are in a pandemic right now and anxiety is through the roof. But even in normal times, pre-pandemic, pre-COVID, I would hear this from so many of my colleagues and so many of my peers in the industry. And we have to talk about this. My hope with this documentary and others that are like it is that it strikes conversations and it makes people think. The people that I want to think are the people who are decision makers, the people who employ hundreds or thousands of people in tech, in social media, because we are exposed to these things way more than the average person. And it seems like there's this underlying expectation for us to be always on. The thing is, is that the internet is always on. Social media is always on. It doesn't turn off, but we're humans. We're not machines. I think it's so important to really just take a step back, to take a beat, to pause, and just prioritize our mental health, our physical health, not even just mental health, but our physical health, because being exposed to an industry that never sleeps is unsustainable. We need to start thinking about the long-term effects of all of this because the sustainability of our industry is something that is so hugely important to me and something that I've always wanted to infuse in whim because I've personally felt burnt out. And if you feel that, you're not going to feel like there's any possible way that you could be doing this in a week from now, let alone a year from now. So how do we address that? What can we do to change that? For one, I think there needs to be more conversation about this topic. I've seen a few really brave people bring it up in the group and that sort of opened up the barn doors to have everybody else chime in. Um, I love that so much and please continue to do that. I think that beyond conversation, I really think that some testing and learning should be done. For example, you know, everybody's working from home. So can we just acknowledge that people are probably working many more hours than they would normally? (laughs) Can we just acknowledge that we're all working very odd hours because home is work and work is home? 
Why can't we have every other Friday off? Why can't we have more flexibility in the hours that we work? Whatever works best for you will be how you work best. And so I would love to see employers really empower their employees to speak up and just say, you know, I know this about myself. I am more productive in the morning or I am more productive at night. How can we create systems that encourage this and help facilitate this? It's not going to be easy because, of course, if I'm working at 8 o'clock at night but my colleague's on at 8 o'clock in the morning, we're not going to be able to necessarily collaborate on Slack, but what if there was a system in which some CRM, whether it's a a Podio or a Monday or a Trello or an Asana, that could allow us to sort of pick up where the other left off. I want to encourage everybody to challenge their traditional ways and really challenge each other to find solutions to new problems. I think that the longevity of our industry depends on it. Now to the discussion of the manipulation that's taking place. This is what I have to say. I think that the brilliant minds that came up and cultivated what we know today as social media never intended for these tools to be used in a manipulative or negative way. That's just my personal opinion. I don't think that any of these people are innately evil. I think that with any brilliant thing, whether it's a system or a concept or what have you, there are always going to be bad actors who take that, see it as an opportunity to manipulate or to influence the world in in a bad way, to hurt people. I just don't personally think there's much that you can do beforehand. However, then there has to be more of a regulatory body that can address the inevitable changes, manipulation or, you know, bad actors that come from these new inventions or new ideas. And social media, I mean, at this point, can we all just acknowledge that like social media is not going away? I think that it almost sounds silly to (laughs) remind people of that at this point. I remember people saying that 10 years ago and there'd be some groans in the audience of people being like, I hope it does. And like, I don't really believe that. It's not going away at this point, Um, nor do I think it should. And that sort of leads me to my next point, which is that I really think that there needs to be a regulatory body, a non-biased, third-party organization, governmental body or something that looks at this enormous cultural shift that's happened and this infusion of a new way of life and critically think how we can encourage it to be to be used for good and certainly not to hurt people because it it really has become that pervasive in culture that it can really affect people negatively on that large of a scale. Now, what I want to avoid is having government step in on private business because that's not my political philosophy. Um, However, I do think that from a leadership perspective, it would be really incredible to know that people's health, wellness, and safety are being prioritized 
over some of the bad actors that are infusing themselves into social media. But with all of that being said, because I'm not sitting here trying to make a political speech and run for office, (laughs) what I'm really hoping to do is really empower all of my members of WIM, all of you listening to this podcast today, and simply say, what can I do to make sure that my platform or the influencers that I work with is influencing my community in a great and positive way? I am the first person to say, influence me. (laughs) I want to be influenced. Please take my money. (laughs) Tell me what I should be buying because it's an incredible product. Or tell me that this is the sort of lifestyle that I want to live. Like times are rough these days, guys. Like if I could sort of buy a subscription to something that brightens my day or helps my family or lifts up my friend. Like These are things that have always been worth money to me. I am so willing to spend money on things that I believe in. And I I, I hope, I think that people feel the same way. So let's use it to educate. Let's use our platforms to inspire. Let's use our platforms for change. You know, if we go back a couple months from now, it was a scary time. The scary part was how unaware people were about some social issues and the fact that, you know, equality for African Americans, equality for people of color, or equal pay is something that doesn't exist. And it hasn't, and it probably won't for a really long time. And you know why? Because people are afraid to talk about these things. And because people are afraid that changing the status quo of these things is going to negatively affect them. I think that it's time to have these uncomfortable conversations so that we can be more comfortable in the end. It's time to put on our big girl pants and recognize the power that we have in simply being a member of this industry. We have the ability to impact millions of people and I implore you all to take that responsibility very seriously. It's a beautiful thing, guys. You can influence so many people for good. You can use these social platforms for the ways that they were originally intended and you can remind people of this power every single day in the work that you do. We're really truly at like the front lines of these movements that can happen instantaneously because of how many people we can reach on social media. So just don't lose sight of that. I I don't want anyone to be flippant or casual about what we do. You know, it's so typical to hear, and I've said it too, I'm guilty, like we're not brain surgeons here, we're not doctors, but we do have a lot of responsibility and I want to maximize that. I want to think that we can make a lot of positive change. So If anything that I can leave you with today after a pretty lengthy session about this documentary is uh, to take your job really seriously and to uh, just acknowledge the power that you have in the work that you do every single day and get excited by that because how incredible is that to be able to say and and it's the truth guys so um, that's really the beauty of what we do. That's why I'm so passionate about this group. Um, and I just hope that everybody really 
fully understands that. So definitely check out this documentary. Um, Put down your phone when you're watching it. Watch it with someone who's not in the industry to get their perspective and then talk about it with your colleagues and hear what they have to say. These conversations are awesome and I look forward to having more of them. Thank you everyone so much for listening. If you liked what you heard today, don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast. We love comments, so comment on this podcast and we may shout you out on our next episode. Join us next time and thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. Tune in next week.